This is a Dece World production in association with Spo Comedy. Hello, my gentle snowflakes. This is Dece. Want to be hip with the in crowd? Well, then stop being a square and listen to the Social Hour podcast. Your one-stop shop for all your comedy, news, and entertainment needs. Plus, you'll hear guests say things like this. Well, My I, first boyfriend ever, I tried to name his uh, penis Madam Kinsey. You just told everybody that you committed a crime. You're only <laughs> showing ass at that point anyway. Yeah. yeah. People get that away before you. He was in sweatpants and had an erection. Um, I enjoy looking at women naked. Do you ever worry that Michael Jackson uh, slept with a bunch of kids just because he had a tiny dick? If your house is dirty, call Mr. Fisters. <laughs> That's when Miley Cyrus sung about things like cardigans, not her butthole. Uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to the convenience store worker who offered me a brown bag for the alcohol I was purchasing in the afternoon. I like this show. Pants pending and drinking and driving. Bad boys, baby. So listen to The Social Hour with Dees and Monica. You can find new episodes every Wednesday on socialhourpod.com, iTunes, and pantspending.com. We'll see you there. What you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual comedians who are drunk in a Spokane, Washington comedy club. All parties have agreed to show up for minimal pay and have their disputes settled here in our forum. The Drink and Debate. Malabkeen, everyone. Welcome to the Drink and Debate podcast, the podcast about the Drink and Debate, an improv comedy competition in which four teams of comedians from all over the Pacific Northwest face off for beer glory in the title of Master Debater. I am your host, Dees Casillas, with you as always. Thank you for joining us for another fantastic episode. You guys are in luck. This episode just happens to be another highlight reel from December 4th Drink and Debate live show at the Spokane Comedy Club. We're going to bring you some of the best uh, highlights from that show. We're not giving it all away because we want you to come down and see it live. But we are bringing you kind of the, uh, you know, the broad stroke, some of the good stuff, the reason you should be there next time. Speaking of the next time, January 1st. That's our next next live show at the Spokane Comedy Club. That's 315 West Sprague Avenue in the heart of downtown Spokane. If you are within the earshot of where this show is recorded, come visit us, Spokane, Washington. Check it out. It's going to be an awesome show. Uh, I know. I know. First of the year. You're going to be tired. You're going to be hungover. You're going to be trying to get that Puerto Rican hooker out of your house. You're going to be wiping Coke boogers out of your nose. Uh, from the night before, you're going to be hung over. That's okay. Just get your ass down there. Keep the party train rolling, okay? Just keep moving on through the day. You're not going to work anyway. Come see us. It's a Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. Celebrate with some comedy. So come down. Mark your calendar for Sunday, January 1st for the next live show. Um, a couple changes. We have been saying that uh, coming into the new year, we're going to be the first Monday of every month at the Comedy Club. That is changing. We are doing Sundays still. So first Sunday of every month, I apologize. But you know what? Block it out on your calendar. First Sunday of every month through at least April, uh, we have uh, those dates. We are through the end of the year at the Comedy Club at least. But, uh, you know, first Sunday of every month is the dates thus far. So find us there. Uh, find the podcast on uh, the Drink and Debate podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. We'll have some episodes coming up interviewing some of the participants in the Drink and Debate again soon. Uh, for now, you're getting more of the live shows. Uh, you can find the podcast on socialhourpod.com iTunes and coming soon to pantspending.com. So check that out. Uh, the podcast network that hosts my show, the social hour podcast where myself, my co-host Monica and producer Traz 
getting all kind of hijinks. It's a great show. I'm sure you're listening to that also. Subscribe to that on iTunes and find it on Social Hour Pod and PantsPending.com. Uh, listen to all the shows on Pants Pending. Uh, check it out. Like them on Facebook. Follow us. Um, also, follow us on Drink and Debate. That's Drink, the letter N, and Debate on Facebook. Um, Social Hour Podcast, Pants Pending, and Spo Comedy. That's S-P-O, and then Comedy with a K, one word, Spo Comedy. Follow us on all those places and get updates on everything that's happening in the world of comedy. But for now, we are going to give you the debates. The highlights, the best parts. Uh, we had a great show. We had uh, Jared Munson, great comedian. He was first time in the debates leading a team, uh, Christmas Carnals. Uh, first round, they went up against uh, Steve Johnson and the returning champ, two-time returning champions, Human Garbage, his team of Josh Tiford and Greg Beachler. Uh, they were going for the Triple Crown, trying to get that third win in a row. Did they get it? You'll have to listen and find out. But they were going up against Jared Munson, uh, Mara Baldwin, and Casey Strain. All super talented comedians and great at the debates. Um, Their first topic we gave them was containment camps. Should we implement containment camps in American soil? Interpret that as you will. Uh, (laughs) We left that open to interpretation. Let them kind of run with it. So now, without further ado, we are going to give you Josh Tiford versus Jared Munson when the topic of should we implement uh, containment camps on American soil. Here you go. All right, guys. How's it going? Uh, Look, here's the thing. I kind of feel like before this even gets started, I've already been pigeonholed as a dick. You know what? And, And... That is what I like to call an antiquated school of thought. Because when we're talking about concentration camps, right, what we're not talking about is the old method, where we just pick a race of people and put them in some hastily constructed camps. That's the old America. This is 2016. We're making shit great again. That's not how we do it in 2016 America, okay? In our America, in the human garbage America, what we're going to do is we're going to look at what you're already crying out for in your fucking Facebook feeds right now, which is that I don't want to hear anything I don't already fucking agree with. (laughs) Right? So what we're going to do is we have a very simple questionnaire that's going to go to every American citizen. You're going to fill it out, and we're going to figure out what flavor of dickhole you are. Okay, and then we're going to send you to a specific camp where you're going to be around nothing but that exact flavor of dickhole. And you guys can all do this wonderful thing. It's called a circle jerk. (laughs) Right? You can all sit there and tell each other how great you are and pat each other on the back till your elbows go out. You don't got to worry about it. If you voted for Trump, guess what? The only people you're going to fucking hang out with in human America or in human garbage is America is other people that voted for Trump. You voted for Hillary other people that voted for Hillary. You voted for Gary Johnson, you will be fucking roving around the outskirts of real camps. Okay? You'll be pillaging, you'll be raping and looting, you'll be doing what you had hoped to happen to America anyway. All we want to give you is what you're already crying out for, and that is to not be challenged in your views whatsoever. I can tell because some of your buttholes are puckering as I call you out on it in front of your friends. And that's fine. You didn't come here to be called out on, like, who voted for who, and that's not what I was trying to get to. All I'm trying to say is that you're tired of living in a confusing, challenging America. You want to go back to the good old days, whether they were the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever the fuck you like, we got a camp for you and those specific flavor of assholes. Okay? You think Brondo is what plants need? We got a place for you. You guys, I mean, this is the thing. Don't only look at a concept through the single most negative application, okay? Because we already kind of have concentration camps. Uh, Human garbage. You wonder why I'm against concentration camp. They did it to me years ago. 
to my mom, Ping, to my sister, Ping, to my cousin, Ping, to my other cousin, Ling Ling. You worked there. I didn't recognize you without your guard costume. My fingers don't go up straight anymore because of all the sweatshop jobs that I had to do. Donald Trump said he wants to make America great again and bring jobs back to the US. If all the Asians are in the sweatshops, I mean concentration camps, where are the jobs gonna go? Also, if all the Asians are in concentration camps, who are you gonna cheat off of at school? <laughs> who are you gonna call when you don't know what E equals? Ma'am, who's gonna do your nails? when you need a, an emergency nail appointment. Josh isn't gonna do it. Have you seen the gross things hiding under his nails? Concentration camps are bad. There's a whole porn category dedicated to Asian fetishes. What are you gonna do without it? Christmas kernels. Yeah, see, this is the kind of fucking shit I'm talking about right here. <laughs> this is some reductionist, basic racist shit. What you got here is a Korean guy who's not even Japanese. We never interned the Koreans. Okay? That's not what fucking happened. I don't know if you've ever looked at this thing. It's called history, but that's some bullshit. But because you can't identify the different Asian races, you felt bad for him. Okay, in fucking human garbage is America, you'd never be put in that position made to feel empathy for a person who's lying to you. Okay, you'd just be sitting there with other people that voted for Trump, twiddling your thumbs and wondering when things are going to get good again. Don't be fooled by the hype. You're not bad people just because you want to be around just other people like you. That's a basic human emotion, guys the need for acceptance. And they want you to feel bad because all you want to be is surrounded by people like you. I don't think that's right. I wouldn't make you feel bad about that. And let's just address one other thing. I don't know if Jared knows this, but there are non-Asian people that run salons. <laughs> we will adapt, we will survive, human garbage. He's right. I'm not Japanese. <laughs> but don't forget, you also tried this a thousand years ago. It was called the Great Wall of China. It didn't keep them out either. You know what else, Josh? You're right. You don't want people to, you don't want to be with people just like you, judging by your internet search history. Josh Tiford. You want to be around people like Josh Tiford? that looks up the grossest of gross things online? I know I don't. I like surrounding myself with diversity, all colors, all peoples. Do you have nine fingers? Sure, I'll hang out with you. <laughs> Do you like having sex with midgets? Cool. This is the America that I was raised in. One, not judged by the color of your skin or by the search history of Josh Tiford's internet searches. Diversity. Christmas kernels. And there you go. Great opening round to the drink and debate from December. Uh, that was such a great round. I'm going to give you a little bit more. We have Greg Beachler, who's just a beast in these things. One of my favorites. Always great to watch. Going up against Casey Strain, who's just, just a satirical genius, these guys. So... Um, this is two powerhouses in the debates, uh, perennial greats, Greg Beachler going up against Casey Strain, 
uh, with both taking a little bit different angle, talking about if we should implement containment camps on American soil. Take a listen. I'll go first. We just won and shit. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, so our opponents like to think that a uh, concentration camp automatically means bad thing. No. Right? No one said shit about killing anybody, gassing nothing, man. Look, I have a son who doesn't know how to dress himself, okay? He'll wear a button-up shirt, some basketball shorts, church shoes, and a winter jacket, and just think that's cool to go to school with. No, that's bullshit. He plays too many games. I think he needs to go to a camp where he learns how to concentrate And maybe he could break shit down better, like, yo, pants go with the shirts. It's 89 degrees outside. I don't need a fucking parka. <laughs> Look, if you're automatically thinking, like, oh, we just want to, like, separate people. No, that's not what we're about. Human garbage isn't about murder. We're just about people thinking like, like two seconds longer about what they're doing in life. <laughs> All right? If you don't think America needs a fucking camp to just sit back and chill, concentrate on what's going on, you haven't been around in 2016. <laughs> All right? I don't even know what else to say to this bullshit. Uh, we need concentration camps. My son can't dress himself. Human garbage, everybody. Human garbage. If your dumb kid can't concentrate, a camp's not going to help him. <laughs> what the hell? You're a failure as a father at that point, man. Look, all the race bullshit aside, I'm more worried when I think about like containment camps or concentration camps, whatever bullshit word you want to put on them, I'm more worried about logistics, okay? Fencing is expensive. You know, we spend more on a penny than a penny's worth. Now we're going to, like, put that zinc into, like, keeping people, <laughs> like, reined in. Fuck that. And, like, where are all those, you're going to put all these people in, like, one place. Where are they going to, where are they going to poop? <laughs> you know? And you know they're going to split them by gender, so the line for that fucking urinal is going to be long. I might just go transgender just to get in the ladies' camp, if you know what I mean. <laughs> concentration camp. Bullshit. I think about a concentration camp. I picture a concentration camp. And, like, all the wires and the spiky things. And, like, people, people getting beat up. And, like, whipped here and there. And all of a sudden, my dominatrix isn't so sexy. All of a sudden, S&M isn't, like, a fucking hot thing to do. Now it's like, oh, shit, they're doing it to us. <laughs> they're never going to let me get off. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> and I think most, probably most of the people in this room have seen Westworld by now, right? It shows you what happens when uh, people get put into a place and they're just allowed to do whatever they want. The robots retaliate and kill everybody. Yes, we're against, as Christmas carnals, we're against concentration camps because of the worst concentration camp of all, the North Pole. <laughs> yes, let's free the elves, okay? We're Christmas carnals. Thank you. First off, like, yeah, I fucked the wrong woman. My kid kind of sucks. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. I'm over it, guys. But he's saying there's no logistics. Are you serious? Have you driven through Kansas? There's nothing fucking there, man. We need people doing shit. 
Obviously, you guys don't travel a lot. You don't do a lot of comedy. Trust me, there's nothing in between, like, New York and L.A. It's flat ground and shit. <laughs> Are you telling me we don't need a bunch of camps? Where people can concentrate? Like, yeah, you can concentrate on different shit. Like, you're, you're being too narrow-minded in what you can do. You can concentrate on different hobbies you have, right? <laughs> Nick's isn't about squirting, right? Try to get that to happen. Could be a whole camp about it, man. Lots of sheets being washed. <laughs> and fuck elves, man. What have they ever done for you? <laughs> Look, I'm a parent, man. No magic gifts have ever shown up. I paid for all of that shit. <laughs> I wish there was a camp where people just made toys and they'd bring it to me for free. Fuck elves. And Christmas, man. Anyway, fuck elves and Christmas, human garbage. He's right, you guys. You should fuck an elf. It is. <laughs> Holy shit. Especially one that's like a dominatrix elf. That is like just like the cruelest elf you can find. You should find one. Just one that has like a candy cane whip. That'll, she'll just shove it up your butt and then whip you with the other end. <laughs> You have not lived. First of all, Greg, uh, typical male response, blaming the woman for your mistake. <laughs> Wrap it up, bro. Like, what do you want me to do? Buy, buy a plan B. Work it out with her, okay? <laughs> have the hard conversation. Doesn't mean, like, don't put your kid in a camp for the, like, bullshit that you did, you know? Because you got drunk one night and banged the wrong girl. Now you're going to go, fuck that kid. Just, I'm not going to teach him how to tie his shoes. <laughs> uh, look, these guys want to sell you on this idea of a, a camp where they're just going to go do crafts and make God's eyes or whatever bullshit they're going to do there. They're going to make those people work. You know, like mining. You ever mined anything? I mined a vagina last night. It was incredible. <laughs> like, it was hard work. Seriously. Seriously, it was deep. It was really... <laughs> just drilled the shit out of it. It was hard, though. I'm sore. I'm sore today. I have a, I have a headache. I barely made it here. <laughs> do you want that to happen to everybody? Go ahead and do it with them, man. Go with them. I'd rather do my drilling on the outside, if you know what I mean. Uh... <laughs> I don't even know what I mean. <laughs> Look, you guys, if you want to go to a concentration camp, come into my place, ladies. <laughs> I'll wrap us in barbed wire, but let's not do it for real. Keep it a fantasy. You know what I mean? Keep it sexy. Make, let's make the whips. Keep the whips sexy, you guys, okay? Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll see you ladies later. Christmas Carnals. And there you have it. That's the highlights from the whether or not America should implement containment camps. Some great stuff there. Uh, human garbage did win that round. Christmas Carnals knocked out in the first round. So human garbage moving on one step closer to retaining their title, getting that three-peat, the triple crown of uh, the drink and debate as master debaters. Uh, Jared Munson, Mara Baldwin, Casey Strain did a great job. They'll be back. You'll see more of those guys, of course. They're all over town. Um, check them out on Facebook. Find them. You're, it's just follow Facebook comedy. You'll see where those guys are, like I said. But the next round, we were talking about Christmas. Should America move on from Christmas to a new holiday was what the uh, topic was. And for you on that, we've got Brandy Rohrenbach against Adam Lee. So let's hear what they had to say about that. I would just like to start out by saying that any holiday where you don't get a dressed up in a, in a costume is a subpar holiday. So I think that Christmas is up for discussion. Um, so I have three major points. First of all, no more gifts. I would like a holiday where I'm not responsible for shit. I don't want to bring anything to your house. I don't want to buy you anything. I don't want to spend any time at the store looking for a present for you. You know, I was excited about gift cards, but now there's that whole thing if you buy one, you just don't care. No, I don't care. <laughs> Not at all. 
Second of all, if you take out Christmas, you take out Black Friday. So fuck you, Walmart. <laughs> Doors open at four. I just got done with the parade. I'm not ready for turkey. You know, I like the parade. I have to calm down. And I think that, you know, doors opening at four is, is ridiculous. Let's change that. I would like something called Free Pass Friday. It's a new holiday. And anything that you want to do, you got to do it as long as it's once. <laughs> There's a list of people I'd like to slap. <laughs> My holiday is set for the next 15 years. And finally, no family. Yay! No family! No spending my New Year's Eve listening to Nana complain about how the soup has changed. I don't care! No more Christmas. No more decorations. No more stupid movies. No more 24 hours of a Christmas carol. None of that. Thank you. Did you boo me before I even started? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was your wife, dick, dick hole. Let's make this quick, I gotta poop. All right. Brandy wants to take Jesus out of Christmas, we all know it. This is what's going on right now. There's a war on Christmas, there's been a war on Christmas since the Nazis invented it. And right now, all we have is Christmas. Where are we living right now, huh? America, 35th in literacy, I think. I don't know. I didn't read that one. <laughs> 99th in life expectancy. First in paganism. Brandy wants you to believe that Christmas isn't fun because you can't dress up. Brandy put on a fucking costume. She came out here to convince you people that Christmas is no good anymore. Just like all those fucking police bleating up those black people in Ferguson. Brandy wants you to take Christmas out of your lives and out of your hearts. She's a bigot. She's an anti-Semite. And I tell you right now, don't listen to her. I heard her say one time, Jesus was a Jew. That's fucking racist. I'm telling you, every year all I have is Christmas. We put the stockings up there in hopes that for once Santa won't leave me fucking coal. Because I don't have a stove. What am I doing with this fucking coal? I got a gas barbecue. It's the holiday that brings people together to shop. To, to shop for your families. Mostly for yourself. If you're like me, I bought this jacket. It's nice, right? Look, we need Christmas, so we need God in our lives. Brandy wants to take everything away from us. She wants to elect President Trump. That hasn't happened yet, has it? She, wa she wants to take Christmas away from your kids, take their gifts away. So you watch them cry every December 25th because Brandy's a heartless bitch. Thank you. Samuel. First of all, just because my last name is Rarmbach doesn't automatically make me a Nazi. Second of all, I didn't take Jesus out of the holiday. Hallmark did. If you should be pissed off at anybody, let's attack them. Secondly, you don't need Cole to know you're a bad person. I will slap you. So I want you to look into your hearts and think real hard. Do you like the cold? Do you like bringing in the tree? Do you like the lights? Do you like the bullshit? Or would you rather just stay home and watch Netflix? Thank you. Brandy just said, do you like the cold? Do you like the bullshit? Christmas doesn't make it winter, people. <laughs> I want to point this out because If it wasn't for all of those Christmas breaks she got to spend away from school, she would know that. But she's happier now for it. Because I know where the cold comes from. And the only thing that keeps me warm inside is those Christmas lights. 
is that tree? Is that tie for $9.99 I can buy for my dad and lie and tell him it was 30 bucks? Because <laughs> once a year, I get to lie to my dad, give him shit, makes him forget all the other terrible things I say to him. <laughs> and that's what Christmas is, isn't it? It's spending a whole year treating your family like shit, and then for one day, putting them first so that they forget. Hallmark didn't take Jesus out of Christmas. Hallmark put those wonderfully shitty movies into your life. You love Christmas, don't you? You do. Yeah, you're a sweetheart. You love it. Don't fucking lie. I'll whip it out right now and I'll ruin it for you. First Samuel. And that was Brandy Roaring back going against Adam Lee, two great debaters, uh, putting in work against whether or not we should get away from Christmas in America. Uh, coming up now, same topic, Tom Meisford, Mr. Meisford, one of my favorites in the debates, uh, going against Will Gilman, uh, captaining Casual Encounter Connections. Uh, his team was Jessica Watson and Brandy Rohrenbach, of course. And uh, they were going up against 1 Samuel 15.3, which was, as you just heard, Adam Lee, Tom Meisford, and Scott Kirkenberg, gentlemen, coming back to the debates. So uh, check it out. Here is Tom Meisford. I can't say without saying Meisford. I just want to say Meis, Meisford. Tom Meisford going up against Will Gilman, host of The Hustle on PantsPending.com. Check that out on whether or not we should move away from Christmas. Here you go, folks. Let me just start. Thank you. Let me just start out by saying right off the bat, if you vote for the other team, you are taking advice from the only person on his team who was too fat to find a Santa costume. saying there's a world of PBS specials you could take life advice from instead of this. Let's talk about Christmas, why don't we? <laughs> Christmas. The most magical time of the year, is it not? It's a beautiful time of the year. Let's pretend that we take it away. What are our other options? Hanukkah? That's cute. First of all, I'm not comfortable with celebrating a holiday which has a spelling that's a multiple choice answer. Call me old-fashioned. Secondly, Hanukkah. Is anybody familiar with the story of Hanukkah? What happens? Bunch of Jews are in the basement. <laughs> they start to run out of oil, but they decide to see how long they can last with the light on E. <laughs> I can only speak for myself. Personally... If I'm going to celebrate any holiday that heroifies, that celebrates a negative racial stereotype about the Jews, I'd prefer to say celebrate the Festival of Big Grotus Noses. I need a day that's about me. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're first Sam of <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Will Gilman, and I'm the captain of the Casual Encounter Connection, and I'd like to start off by apologizing for not being a cute girl in a Christmas dress. <laughs> Apparently that's offensive to some people, <laughs> but I shall not wage personal attacks until my rebuttal. <laughs> he won't be expecting them then. Christmas is an outdated holiday. It needs an upgrade. What the fuck is the point of a Christmas tree? We bring a live tree, or smart motherfuckers get the fake ones, 
I'm just saying, the cat can't die from eating a fake Christmas tree. Yet. Lights on the outside of the house. What the fuck's the point with that? And third on my list, worshiping Jesus. You're damn right. There's a war on Christmas, and I'll take credit for it. I started it. Gays, you're welcome. <laughs> Saying happy holidays, yeah, fuck you, we got you now. Jews, sorry, my bad. All right, two out of three ain't bad, I don't give a fuck. I think while we're changing Christmas, there are other traditions we need to change. Let's change the meaning of red light and green light and see who's not paying attention so we can kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's turn the grades backwards and start five-year-olds in 12th grade and put the 18-year-olds in kindergarten. Because with the American school system, who the fuck's going to notice? <laughs> Let's make balding fat men sexy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting in requests. Christmas is bullshit. Have you heard some of these Christmas carols? Scott talked about Christmas carols. How about uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, where we go into that warm tradition of date rape? <laughs> where you got Santa Baby, where basically the person writing the song says, all you got to do to get a piece of pussy is hand a girl a fur coat. <laughs> Trust me, that doesn't work. <laughs> and then, of course, the worst offender, Jingle Bells. That song's about denying the Holocaust. If you listen beyond the chorus, you would know. Dashing through the snow, no matter what we do, why cannot we... Well, fuck, I fucked it up. I'm starting over. So I'm going to do this right. Dashing through the snow, no matter what we do, why can't we convince you we never harmed a Jew? Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells. I think Christmas is outdated. Why is it only once a year? Society moves faster now. That might have been good in the 1800s when you had to go cut down your own tree, but let's make it once a month. Guys, we can replace Valentine's Day with February Christmas. No more pressure. We can replace Flag Day and make that June Christmas. So finally we can have an interesting holiday in June. And best of all, we can replace Christmas with December Christmas. It'll be like Christmas 2, Christmas two Christ Harder. Casual Encounter Connections, y'all. My opponent would have you think that it's a good idea to have more Christmases. <laughs> That's great, right, guys? Let's have more things that we can get in trouble for forgetting. <laughs> Outstanding. My opponent would have you think... That Christmas is outdated because we chopped down a tree and we put it in our living room. Huh? Gentlemen, ladies, once a year, what do we do? What do we all do as a community? 100% of us. We go out into the woods and we cull the deer population. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine for a moment what would happen if we didn't do that to pine trees? They'd be all over our yards. They'd be eating the apples out of our trees. They'd be jumping out in front of Subaru Outbacks in the middle of the night. It's horrifying. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong, Will. You're not wrong. I know. There are some <laughs> Christmas carols that could use a revamp. There's, there's some things that could use help. That doesn't mean we get rid of them. That means that we give them some more time to gestate. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Have you listened to the lyrics of that? I don't know what the fuck a hap happiest season is, but I'm not on board with it after spending three hours at a mall today. 
You go further into the song, you get to the bridge. What does the guy say? He says, there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of old glories from Christmases long, long ago. What the fuck kind of family did you grow up in where they told ghost stories at Christmas? <laughs> there is one. There's one ghost story at Christmas. It's a Christmas carol. The scary part, he finds out he's going to die. An old man finds out he's going to die. That happens every day. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're first Samuel. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Will Gilman, and I'm the captain of the Casual Encounter Connection. I would like to start by reiterating my apology for not being a cute girl in a Christmas dress, because I feel it's due. My opponent would have you believe that we are against murdering deer. Judging by the silence of that attempt at a joke, I'm going to say he's right. <laughs> I think Christmas is an outdated holiday. It, need, it needs an update. Like, you wouldn't still be using Windows 95 unless you are, then fuck you. I don't know where I was going with telling somebody to fuck off that might potentially be judging me. I mean, let's look at the things of the past. You wouldn't still use one of them rotary phones? Fuck, the iPhone 7 is already heavy enough. Imagine carrying a rotary phone. I think everybody, I don't think everybody needs a special day. Because we kind of get that enough growing up with all you fuckers getting trophies. Okay, older crowd. I can't see you. Casual Encounter Connections. What a round, as usual. One of my favorite parts about that one is uh, Tom talking about the original uh, uh, ghost story. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge of uh, Christmas, or the one and only, and I uh, told him he failed to mention the original uh, Christmas ghost story. I believe his name was Jesus. Yeah, kind of, kind of the reason uh, for the season, whether you believe in it or not, I don't. But I think it's why people do these things. <laughs> There's a motivation there somewhere. I feel like. Uh, but moving on, guess you want to know who won that round, and I will tell you, it was First Samuel fifteen three, taking out Casual Encounter Connections, uh, Will Gilman, Jessica Watson, and Brandy Roaring back, just not bringing it enough. Bring it, brought it hard. Not hard enough for first Samuel. That's a tough team. Uh, now, they were moving on to the final round to face human garbage. And their last topic of the evening was male birth control. Should it be mandatory? What do you guys think? I don't care. I got no swimmers. It doesn't matter to me. And I am happy. It's the only reason I believe in God. It's the only thing that makes me believe there could be a God. He knew I shouldn't be having kids. Thank you for that. So, um, and up first we had Josh Tiford against Scott Kirkenberg. Again, talking about male birth control. Here you go. Let me start by asking all the women here uh, a question. Uh, how many times, women, have you asked your, your husband, your boyfriend, to do something around the house, a chore, like wash a dish? And more to the point, how many times have you had to go back and redo that exact same chore because men are idiots? You want to trust men to handle the future procreation of the entire human race when they can't fold a goddamn t-shirt? You can't even trust me to keep my oil changed regularly on my car. I'm always like one start away from the engine exploding. But you want to trust me with the decision of whether or not we're going to have children and when we're going to have children? No. No, trust me. Yet when you think about it, we already have male birth control. It's called a mustache. (laughs) 
and that's been working for a long time. And I'd like you to think big picture. With mandatory male birth control, we're taking out a huge chunk of our economic sector. The single mom. You can't do that to single moms. That's eliminating half the dating pool for comedians. First Samuel. You guys, the balding pedophile makes a great statement about facial hair. What? You're one fight from a trimmer away from a mustache. Don't fucking lie. You've got a mustache on just because you attach it to handlebars and connected them to the bottom of your face doesn't mean shit, bitch. Still a fucking mustache. Also, case in point, look, if men were required to fucking, like, Re, like control their reproductive urge. We're not talking about condoms. We're talking about a pill. We're talking about a shot. We're talking about something that men can't just fuck off and forget about. You go down once a month, you get the shot. Guys, a thing like that would prevent basically that whole group of people from existing. <laughs> so I don't understand what the dilemma is. Also, when you think about it, how much less teen pregnancy would there be if dudes didn't have a choice whether the thing came to fruition? And by that, I mean, like, when you think about who's wanting a baby to happen in high school, it's probably not the chick, right? And it's not the dude either. It's just there's nobody shooting the guy full of anti-pregnancy sperm. <laughs> Anti-sperm, as I would call them. What? It's the same thing as the pill. It's just a shot every man would be required to show up once a month to receive at school. What's wrong with that? Look, you guys all clam up, but look, there's already too many gross, annoying people out there. Why is that? Because anybody can have a kid. You need a permit to drive a car. You need a permit to build a house. You need a permit to have a gun, but you can just have kids? Mm, that's not making America great again. <laughs> that's not how that works, guys. And, and look, here's the thing. We, I don't know how hard I need to hit upon this, but we're not talking about just condoms because no one likes condoms. They're gross. Condoms are like some kind of weird torture device that was made up by like, old Lutheran monks or some shit. And that's, I don't want to sentence any young dudes out there to fuck with a condom. Just show up and get you, you can't get her pregnant shot. If I was making up that they exist scientifically, I would understand your hesitance. But the fact that all you guys are out there being like, don't tell me who I can impregnate. It kind of speaks to the point I'm trying to make. A bunch of people hanging out on this block of Sprague on a Sunday night. You're not what I call breed stock. Human garbage. Oh, Josh, we've decided we will pool our money together if you will take that hat off. And we'll see who looks like they belong in a broken down ice cream truck driving around Glover. <laughs> Josh is only uh, insistent on this male birth control because if it would have been required when he was born, he probably wouldn't have been born with HPV. <laughs> but it's okay, Josh. I mean, we probably all have HPV. <laughs> Women, you run this world. It's the truth. We know it. <laughs> Harry knows it, and if Harry knows it, then everybody knows it. <laughs> Women, we need you to do certain things. We need you to be the compassionate ones when we're assholes, which is all the time. And we need you to take care of the birth control because we suck at it. <laughs> we will just impregnate you, and as Greg has shown, at least one out of six of us is just gonna leave your ass afterwards. One out of six? One out of six. 
You know, Josh, you had to take it to personal attacks, which is fine, but you're just as pedophile as I am. <laughs> it's the truth. And I'm just gonna leave with thoughts of you being a pedophile, First Samuel. Well, Scott, here's the thing. If you think I look like a gross pedophile, guess what? You're making my point for me. I shouldn't be allowed to reproduce willy-nilly. Neither should you. That's what we're talking about. Dudes like us shouldn't be allowed to contribute back to the gene pool. Not without a permit. Not without some kind of fucking clearance, because guess what the world doesn't need? More people considering who's worse for fucking profiling children by Glover. Okay, that's not a fucking priority in terms of the racial breed stock. Like, guess what? Here's the thing. Yes, I should drive the creepy Chimo ice cream truck. Yeah, more, yes, and I'm drunk. So many more reasons why I should be restricted on my ability to breed. Fuck, how clear can I make this for you people? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how bald or gross I am. What matters, what matters is that I shouldn't just be allowed to make more copies of this. Right? There should be like, the president makes you do a fitness test in high school, right? If you can't touch your toes, you probably shouldn't fuck a bitch. Okay, human garbage. And we've got one last exciting round for you. Uh, two heavyweight champs, Tom Meisford, going up against team captain of human garbage, Steve Johnson, uh, for the final topic again of male birth control. So this is for all of it. Is human garbage going to hold on to their uh, crown three in a row? Are they moving along? Or is First Samuel 15-3 going to dethrone the kings? Find out here. Here we go. Coming, boys and girls, children of all ages above 21. Five of the six people in front of you would not be here if they had male birth control in the 80s. How many of our fathers said, you know, your mom told me she was on the pill, so. You're one in 99,000 million billion trillion a chance, okay, bud? And you're like, that's probably wrong. <laughs> Chances are she tricked you. How'd you like to have a government-mandated backup plan? I'm all for it. I don't like needles, but I see a use for them. When it means we won't have more Greg Beachlers. That's my own fucking teammate, that's funny. I shouldn't be here, I was an accident, my dad fell into that trap. Pinholes and no pill, you know. There's no such thing as strong swimmers. You need to double down and be safe. Protect yourself. And it doesn't have to be a shot. I mean, there's modern medicine. Who knows? They could have a pill probably in Colombia, but we don't trade with them because the bushes. I don't know. This is all bullshit. Here's the thing, you guys. Have you ever seen that little piss stick and it says positive and you both went Fuck. That's because usually there's only one person in charge of the birth control. If you both have a pill, <laughs> double down, double security. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you 
fewer me's makes more food for you. <laughs> Human garbage. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> children of all ages, under 21 too. You know why? Because I don't discriminate. <laughs> Let's talk about this a little bit. Mandated male birth control. Should it exist? No, certainly not. I got bad news for you, everybody. Male birth control has existed for generations. It's called convincing a girl to get an abortion. It's not difficult. <laughs> All that you are doing is committing to stay with her for another four months to prove that you were serious about like, no, we really love each other. It's just right now it's not that. Huh? And while I acknowledge that the ability to argue for something that you believe in is something that everybody should do, I don't think that the government should step in and tell freshmen that they need to take a debate class. That's rude. <laughs> That's not okay. Gentlemen in the audience, who here has used a condom? Who here use, regularly uses a condom? Who are you going to get like a quick whole... Okay, that wasn't actually for you. My sister's boyfriend is in the audience. I saw you, you didn't fucking clap. How many more goddamn Christmases do you think I want you to come to? Come on, man. I'm really happy that your band got signed. I think that's great. God damn it. We've all used condoms. We all use condoms. We all try to use condoms as much as is humanly possible. I mean, like me, personally, I've been very lucky. I have never dated a woman who got pregnant and stayed that way. But I think... <laughs> that to make that decision for people is wrong. I think that's authoritarian. I think that that's rude. I don't know if you guys know this, but... They did recently, over the last 10 years, they did a study where they used a male birth control. They used a hormonal birth control medicine, and they injected 328 men with it. They had to cancel the tests because the guys all got kind of moody. <laughs> and that should tell you something, ladies. That should tell you that we, as gentlemen, will do anything for you as long as it doesn't make us anything like you. <laughs> First Samuel 15.3. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom can't be trusted with a razor. And we're expected to trust him in pulling out. <laughs> Bottom line is Mother Earth is strapped for cash. And I'm tired of paying for Tom's. <laughs> and Adam's and Scott's and Josh's and Greg's. I would be here. I think. Not afraid to say I might not be. That's okay. That's a decision my dad would have had to make. Or not. Have you met my father? He's not much of a father. He shouldn't have had kids. If we'd had this shit in the 80s, we, shouldn't, we wouldn't have had any of us. Tom. I can't. I'll get back to my main point. We can't trust Tom with a razor. <laughs> you really want to give him a kid? 
Human garbage. That's fine. That's cool. Thinks I nicked myself with a razor. Let me ask you something, Steve. Have you ever been held down by three guys while they put out cigarettes on your face? <laughs> you have? I haven't. I got some dermatology shit done. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if we... As a country, if we decide that male birth control needs to be mandatory, guys, there's at least 40 guys in my Facebook feed that I have not remembered to block yet who all believe desperately that babies are a miracle of life. <laughs> are you going to take that away from them? If we make male birth control mandatory, what are all of those chicks from high school going to be proud of? <laughs> Keep your laws off my white male penis is what I'm trying to say. Ladies and gentlemen, first Samuel, wow. And that's all you're getting for this week, guys. And I'm not going to tell you who won. You're just going to have to come next time. So who did we? No, I'm just kidding. You want to know who won? Who do you think won? First Samuel dethroned human garbage. What an upset. I don't know. Not even an upset. It was just a fantastic battle. Human throne, dethroned, human throne, human garbage, dethroned. Um, it was a great, great event. We're all winners, though, because we saw a great comedy show. Everyone's going to come back and do it again. I'm sure Human Garbage will come back to uh, take, try to avenge some vindication there, get their title back. For now, 1 Samuel 15.3 holds the title. So if you like what you heard, guys, all I can ask is tell a friend. Let people know. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Come support the live show and let people know. The biggest thing you can do is bring people to the show, tell them you had a good time, and keep coming back. So for the January 1st drink and debate, I'm going to make you a deal. We want to get over 200 people into that show. We've been getting close every time. We want to break 200 people. So help me out. Let's do that. I'm giving away free tickets to the drink and debate. Okay. All you got to do is buy two drinks when you're there. So, and that's easy. You're going to get drunk anyway. You're a bunch of degenerates. That's why you do this. You like comedy. You listen to podcasts. You don't have a fucking job. So you're here. I'm going to give away free tickets. We're going to get to 200 free tickets. Find me. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Dees Casillas, or the Social Hour Podcast, Drink and Debate, Spoke Comedy, Pants Pending. I'm on all those, admins on all those pages. Social Hour Pod on Twitter or Dees World, that's D-E-E-C-E World on Twitter. I will give you free tickets to the show. Um, bring some friends. Uh, you can hashtag drink in debate. That's drink, the letter N, and the word debate. Hashtag it. Uh, hit me up, and we will get you all free tickets to go to this next show. And that way, you like it will like crack dealers. Just give you the first hit for free. And then once you like it, next thing you know, you'll be sucking dick for comedy. So that's like a benefit. That's like a porn benefit. So it was like. <laughs> Like Christy Canyon and Dane Cook present Sucking Dick for Comedy. Oh, they both suck dick, though. God, that's a tough one. Uh, all right. Anyway, but I digress. First Samuel 15.3. They'll be defending their title on January 1st at the Spokane Comedy Club. That's 315 West Sprague Avenue in the heart of downtown Spokane. And we finally have a date. Sunday, January 8th at the Tacoma Club, the debates kick off in Tacoma, Washington. We're going to be in two clubs every single month. So keep an eye out if you're in the on the west side of the Washington uh, state or in the Pacific Northwest or just going to Tacoma for no reason because it sucks besides the comedy club. But go check out the show. Uh, myself and my, uh, Nick Cavassier, 
as well as some other great comedians. We're all going to be there at the show to kick it off and kind of, uh, you know, just set sail, set this little baby on, on its way right. So check that out too. Uh, but for now, guys, listen to The Social Hour. New episodes every Wednesday. Drink and Debate podcast, new episodes every Tuesday. And we will see you all on January 1st at the next Drink and Debate. See you later, guys. All right, no bitching on Facebook if the people that you came to see didn't win because they weren't that funny, goddammit. <laughs>